1: Happened to the title-winning podcast, Stephen? It gives you there was a, bit of th- a There was a bit <laughs> of <laughs> <a bit> ooze <of laughs> on the top of my heel. It gives you a bit that th- I had to go. <laughs> we are the champions again, and we have got Rangers next week. Stephen, Melly, how does that feel? Back-to-back title winners.
2: Oh, tremendous. A lovely one. We we all heard the Angie's second season
0: will be even better. We're in the midst of it and it's, it's pretty good, lads. It's pretty good. Turns out they weren't just talking <laughs> a load of old pish about how Angie gets better in the second season. What a third season could bring? Who knows? But well, this that, is the, about-
1: that is the question yeah. because, it's, I mean, this level of improvement
0: is surely impossible. Oh, who knows? I, mm. I, I've learned now to not doubt the man simply just don't doubt the man and just get <laughs> along just enjoy the ride while it's happening so how do I feel about another title win we're often accused as Celtic fans often erroneously accused of you must get bored of this you must oh it's just nope. relentless success never never <laughs> ever ever again I urge people to try it before they write it off <laughs> yeah I, right. don't knock it until you've tried relentless success this feels every bit as good as it we were we were talking yesterday on our live reaction to to clinching the title and we spoke about how this is the 7th title in the lifespan of this podcast 8 years have been going but or the 8th this is the 8th season and we never get bored of it. No, we're no. always just as giddy to run to the mics, to run to the run to the video uh, live streaming immediately after having clinched the title. It's, it's a great feeling. I, I, I reject wholeheartedly any notion that we're bored of this.
1: Melly, going back a couple of years, how many points behind Rangers did the league end up finishing? I mean, I, 25 or something I stopped counting. <laughs> I mean, we've gone from I know Dave King, um, Rangers, whatever he is, busybody at the moment. Whatever he does <laughs> is he just appears in the press and says things that Rangers fans want to hear. But I remember that famous headline from him. One title and Celtic will crumble like a (laughs) house of cards. (laughs) 25 points some years ago. Fast forward the clock two seasons and we're back on the verge of another treble. Yeah, it could be a
2: treble. So we could be looking at, say, five trophies out of six since eh, Ange came in. Incredible from Celtic, incredible from Ange. The consistency, the relentlessness that we show every week. You get to beat Rangers then the following week, but beat Hearts to clinch the title. And we could go and beat Rangers next week. We're in the good old days, lads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> aye, enjoy it. Well, a great, always an extra wee bit of flavour to clinch it at Tain Castle. Yeah, we, we, again, we spoke about this. Uh, not to, not to ruin, burn all our material from the, the live uh, stream that we did. But it goes, clinch at Ibrox, mm. clinch at Tynecastle, and then quite a long way down Celtic Park. There's you know, always that extra bit of space when you get to do it at you one of your bitter rivals. To, you want to clinch it in front of people that are going to be absolutely spewing <laughs> about it. <that. laughs> yeah, of course, of <laughs> course you do. It mean, doesn't matter <laughs> about the trophy. That, that's a distant second as well. Just being able to clinch it at one of these grounds is the best.
1: There's been a lot of talk about this league title, and a lot of people are like just rewinding the clock back to when Ange first arrived. They're saying, oh, what a job Ange has done since he first arrived. And I thought, well... Well stats correct. You can just look at this season and think what a job he's done because in the summer uh, you know we did make some signings in the summer we made a lot of signings in the summer but there was no major surgery. That the all the hard work and the hard graft seemed to be done as far as the, the squad was concerned there in the summer minor tweaks. But this this year this season has just been some of the best football we've ever seen. You know last oh, season like... he was finding his feet and he was trying to work it out and there was a bit of patchy form here and there but this season we're not going to do a season review on this episode, incidentally, but we're just talking about our initial thoughts. Some of the best football we've seen. Yeah. Some absolutely quality players. Some great results. The Champions League. And you just think to yourself, you know, if if that was the the rebuild, just first season was the rebuild, this is his, in, in many ways, this is his first proper go to it. This is like, yeah, imagine yeah. the rebuild never needed to take place and Ange just left. and just came in after, say, Brendan Rodgers left normally. In the normal sequence of events, you bring a manager in and the rebuild never happened, this would just be his first proper go at it. And it's, and he's, it's unbelievable. Pissed it, lads. absolutely
2: am it. Look, this is a... I don't want to say Rangers are a good team, but we've spoken how many times about how poor the rest of the league is. Rangers have got a lot of points, so for Celtic to have dropped points in what, three games this season, and to only clinch it now, just shows that we were... We were brilliant, but just dropping points in three games so Mm. far is scandalous. It's a scandalous amount of games to be looking at and going, ah, we could have done better there. Celtic have been brilliant this season you said about the football I'm just, it is the best I've seen from Celtic we talk about Tommy Burns but I don't know if nostalgia plays a big part in that Martin O'Neill's team were great but this is the best footballing team I've seen at Celtic yeah. it's tremendous to watch and yes we might be in the midst of it now but nostalgia plays a lot of parts when you look back on teams but by far the best team we've seen.
0: Well, I know you you pull back there from praising Rangers, and we're never going to actually do that on this podcast no. for obvious reasons. But any they the because part. because yeah, but, they're, because they're rubbish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that is. But any <laughs> any grudging praise or respect that we do pay to them is only appropriate because it enhances what Celtic have achieved this mm. season against. I, I not, will never pay them any no, respect. No, It's so much against the odds. But you look at what happened. Like where yes, the took place last season, managed to sign Jota and Carton Vickers who we were two massive signings. But according to that according I'm to them, still. Yeah, we were standing still, <laughs> having spent twelve million to stand still. But you look at the the actual full context of it, they were in a European final just yeah. last season. Then they had this you know, the, the guy who took them to a European final plus he'd won leagues in other, other countries, Giovanni von Broncos, they had to jettison him. But they from there, they brought the old band back together. They brought back the genius behind Fifty Five yes. and all that. So I know, right? I know. We hear about quite a lot about that recently as well because that's so. You they... need to
1: be careful when you're calling yourself the brains behind Stephen yeah. Gerrard. <laughs> yeah. A man, when <laughs> asked, "Would you take seven figures?" or what did he say? "Would you take? I, well, was I said, it was eight figures? What was the? What was it? They put it yeah, to him.
0: He you tell me. You're the one asking.' Again, fundamentally, yeah. not how questions it and was, answers
1: work. What, what, well, eight figures. He goes, "What? Eight figures? What? A million
0: quid? <laughs> or what's <worse laughs> that?"
1: Uh, well you're the brains behind (laughs) him incredible
0: but but all that on paper should mean that Rangers are in a strong position but Rangers uh, sorry Celtic have just gone out and blown Rangers away again this season Mm. and and clinched the league one game after the split despite the fact that they were were talking about this form they went on this run under Beal undefeated for ages until Celtic got a hold of them several times now yeah and Celtic have just stormed yet again to another another title. How's Serie A looking? looking? <laughs> <laughs> Serie A Beal, that, um, we are still ahead in that. As okay. far as they, okay. they can still they can still win it. Right. Uh, but Celtic need to put them Close. to the sword. So it's, it's still
1: all to play for in yeah. Serie A
0: Yeah, league hang. <laughs> 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 There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Rangers should have been in a good position this season. And in mm. many ways, they were. They've, as Melly you said they, They've they got a lot of points This season Spent a lot of money yeah, This summer as well But it's not good enough It's not good enough Melly to compete. said piss and spunk yeah. On this <laughs> podcast <laughs> oh, just, Enough Melly yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's your quota yeah. That's your quota Used up already <laughs> but, the, but Celtic have just Blown them away Whatever points total They managed to get This season Might be very good For them mm. But it wasn't enough to, to even come close To winning the title And that's the Ange.
1: thing I mean we've got uh, How many games left Four games left Four, eh? Four games left And there's still A points record to play for
2: Yeah, we can uh, overtake Brendan Rodgers by a point if we get there. Won't be quite the invincible. It's going to be a a tough ask, but Mm. go out there next week and get a victory. Uh, We're on for it. I think uh, you'd really like to see this team do it. You'd like to see them make their own bit of history. Trebles have sort of become the norm. So just to take this team past uh, something and to we want. Ange to be put on a higher level than Brendan Rodgers don't we so that well, we'd would be we nice we all like him a bit better than Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um you were at the obviously the scenes carried on when Celtic won the title the scenes carried on at Celtic Park you were there Melly. jubilant Was oh it, good?
2: it was great I was um, different from last season last season clinching at midweek was great uh, heading back in the, the darkness and the fireworks going off but more people there this year mm-hmm. I think everybody sort of got the memo after last year and it's great because we're st- standing there and I thought they started this they started yeah. this with their nonsense, and now all they're going to see is this. We've seen it last season when we went straight to Celtic Park. Then on Trophy Day, uh, Merchant City was calling. It'll be the same again this year. We had yesterday, and when we get that trophy, and potentially another one when uh, if we go on and win the treble. So
0: great to see, not quite Naples, but close. Did you wreck anything? Pissing any statues or <laughs> uh, tear up any park benches or anything? I saw a picture of <laughs> Ellie Stephen.
1: He had two flags <laughs> That's right He'd absolutely lost his mind Holding two flags I, I saw a lot of the Stuff with the fireworks And I thought You know Quite funny Celtic You need to be You need to be careful here Don't you Because you kind of go You need to stop With that pyro But as soon as the pyro starts And Celtic are put, Look how good this looks Well, You, mm, make, you, need, you yeah. need to make Your mind up on that Seen some guy Out the
2: back When I got home eh, Two flags up In the back garden Smoke bombs going off ah. It was me. <laughs>
1: Did you let a smoke off? Uh, the the neighbours
2: had the uh, stuff up for the coronation,
0: so I had to retaliate. <laughs>
1: Merely standing shutlist in his backyard garden with two flares. <laughs> like something That's apocalypse. Like, like,
0: like <laughs> Nicolas Cage at the end of The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> <was like>. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a reference a reference for the teenagers they had,
1: they had Ange on the mic again um, and I've kind of figured out why this is uncomfortable for me and why it's uncomfortable for Ange because they, they made Ange do a speech last season as well didn't he? Uh, on flag days he gave his, his speech and all that sort of stuff and the crowd went nuts and I and I think uh, the, the reason why I kind of don't like it is because Ange is a very sincere guy he's got uh, uh, Ange's quality in many ways Ange's quality is his sincerity yeah, you know yeah, yeah. but when he's sort of thrust on stage to Do these speeches, it, 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 it kind of makes him feel uncomfortable. Now, he always pulls it off. Um, and he's you know, last this he's pulled so many catchphrases. You know, we don't stop, absolutely brilliant. Um, last year we'll come back bigger and stronger because that's what we do, proved right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then that just champions again. And then everyone goes,
0: Tonto, it was brilliant. Yeah, and he spoke very well after the game as well. Oh, yeah. Getting a little bit emotional talking about oh. the, the support he's received from the fans and his family and all the sacrifices that have been made for him to get to this position. So, yeah, just thoroughly enjoyable. I, was, I, I was thought very, I was going
1: to cry. It's like seeing yeah. your own
0: dad cry. <laughs> I, know, like I know, I know. I know. It's not something anyone's wanting to see, but no. it's, it's uh, I felt very proud of him. I felt very proud mm. of the manager, the club, the fans. I, th- I just, I get swept up in the, in the occasion as yeah. well. So it, it was just thoroughly enjoyable. Again, just nonsense that we could ever become bored of this just take Ah. a look at the celebrations and and judge for yourselves it's the manager as well Millie. I mean we are just like the whole
1: team as a support we're all right behind this guy we would we would follow Ange Postacoglu into battle
2: oh we definitely (laughs) would and the players do as well it's Mm. not the we spoke about it a lot it's it's not style of player and if it's a culture he's built here he's, uh, Joe Hart spoke, spoke about it after the game as well saying look we come in here to improve as footballers but not just footballers as people as well so that's the kind of culture we are building here and it's, it's brilliant man I just think if Ange Postacoglu is here Celtic are going to win the league so long may it continue I think the guy is just perfect for Celtic like we speak about Joe Hart being the perfect goalkeeper at the time for Celtic Ange Postacoglu has been the perfect manager for Celtic couldn't get him the Better for is the style of football is tremendous the players he brings in is tremendous the way he can galvanise the whole support and he does have that sincerity that you had that doubt in your head because he doesn't say stuff like a guy stopped him in the Clyde Tunnel and all that (laughs) but um, he's just great no lies about smelling the mince (laughs) (laughs) oh Danny McGrain! so I'm I'm so glad he's here I think it's going to be successful uh, for as long as he wants to be here and as long as Celtic want him I hope it's a long time because he is brilliant and Getting to the point, where you can't imagine Celtic without.
1: Celtic need to give the guy a contract, Stephen. I think Ange Postecoglou. He's got this rolling contract. He was asked after the game, you know, do you see yourself? Me and you had a bit of a discussion about it. Do you see see yourself leading the team out next season? And he was pretty non-committal on it. And I'm not suggesting for a minute I'm just going anywhere. It's just the facts of the the information. So look, I'm not looking beyond that. And there's a million reasons why he might say that, as you said. If he says yes, and then Manchester United come in in the summer or whatever, yeah. then he ends up looking pretty foolish. And you know, I can understand that. But at the same time, there might be an element of well, I've only got this rolling court Celtic have shown as much faith in me as I'm really shown in them. I he's can't... not back the
2: extra contract before, but
1: has he? Only... Well, he's not knocked it back. He's, he said doesn't need it. He's... Well, that well, that's you know, if I'm if I'm going to if I'm going to say something that I'm going to say, I think Celtic should give him another contract. And contracts sometimes are only down to money, only down to what to expect. Andrew's still finding his feet. Um, I, I think he's shown as much loyalty in Celtic as they are in him with these sort of non-committal comments because his contract runs it basically renews every day that's how a rolling contract works yeah. would you like to see Celtic I know Meli said incorrectly that he's knocked it back but would you like to see Celtic make an approach <laughs>
0: uh, I think it would be I mean these contracts are only really worth what, I mean uh, they're they're only worthwhile up until some club makes him an offer Mm. he can't refuse in which case he's basically off anyway depending on the offer that that, I don't know what form that could possibly take but probably because the value of a contract like that would probably secure Celtic a little bit better as well because if he is if he's approached tomorrow by name X club you've just said Man United that seems unlikely but if if for example something was to change and that were to happen a a club of that level then he would go and Man United or X Club would only have to pay up one year of his contract, which would be quite quite disappointing because he's worth int- so much more th- to to Celtic than that. But it's a show of intent from Celtic, isn't it? You know, it's,
1: it's saying, look, if you sit him down during the summer and go, look, here's a three-year deal for twice or three times the wages that you're getting paid just now. We are going to make sure in the summer you've got 40 million quid to spend and go and attack the Champions League. You get full say on everything you want to do because obviously we trust Ange to do that go forth and take it. You know, that's the sort of commitment I want to see for Celtic. Now, if Ange knocks it back, Melly, that's a different story. We've asked, he's said no. That's a completely different story. But I want to see Celtic, as you see, is a perfect manager. I want to see a statement of intent for the club. I want to see us do everything we can to try and keep Ange.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd love him to sign a contract. I don't, I'm not meaning he knocked it back as and said no, I'm not signing that. He expressed he,
0: lack of interest in yeah, that. He yeah, he said,
2: look, I, I work better when I've not got that certainty around my contracting. Look, well, if that's the way he wants to do it, that, it's fine. But I'd love for him to be tied down for a longer contract. It doesn't really mean much, but it means a, it just means a wee bit more to us that you think he's going to be committed and if he does go, we'll get a decent payoff. But the want I think about that right now, I just want to enjoy these moments. I think in the past when we've been going through those trebles, we didn't quite, well, Personally, I didn't take it in as much as I should have. So I'm going to do that this time. I think the league title last season meant so much to his man because of what we'd went through the previous year. You forget we were just getting back to the football at the start of last season and then to go on and struggle at the start and then to go on and absolutely destroy teams in the league. Playing the football we did was brilliant. So this season, it's been a completely... Oh, it's not even been a normal season because of the World Cup, but it's yeah. been as close to normal as we can get the see Celtic go out there and just brush teams aside, get back to playing in the Champions League, something we hadn't done for a while. That's where we need to go for now. Just aim to be a
1: Champions League team. I'm going to ask you a difficult question. Uh, which title win did you prefer out of the two that Ange's won? Because oh. it's controversial maybe, but I'm... Um, last season last season was one of the best title wins I've ever seen just everything that was involved the sheer drama of it this yeah. season's good if Ange wins a treble I would be delighted because I think Ange Postacoglu deserves his the name there amongst treble winning managers such as Neil Lennon and others um, I, th- I think <laughs> I'm glad Melly picked up on it <laughs> um, but I think that the sheer drama of last season kind of just pips it a wee bit for me yeah
0: yeah uh, uh... I don't really like to compare different titles because they all they're entirely within their own set of circumstances mm. it's like trying to compare trebles I feel like trebles two three and four have been kind of lost in the, the fact that it's just a quadruple treble yeah. but at the time that was a double treble yeah. we had, just won, we had yeah. just won six straight trophies so, yeah. so it's, it's really
1: no one talks about the double I, treble so it's,
0: when you look back on it it's easy to just sort of compress them down into these sort of labels that we did oh it was a quadruple treble makes it sound like time,
1: one, makes it sound like one trophy yeah,
0: right? yeah exactly and remember the, the, the jubilation after the treble treble no. as well so I, I hear people talking about what was your favourite treble martin they're all we should have
1: met you know what we should have done after the quadruple treble we should have melted down all the trophies and then one <laughs> massive
0: one. Uni trophy, <laughs> yeah. and just an enormous, a gigantic and sized trophy. Yeah, right. Right.
1: So next season you have to win everything to get to office otherwise we're keeping it.
0: But yeah. I, I do get, I get your point though because of the drama of last season, how badly it started, how many players we had to bring in, how many players we'd lost, we'd lost the captain, we'd lost the guts of that t- team. Some of our best players in the last 10 years like Edward and I and Christy and all that, I, don't, I mean, that's strong for Christy but you know what I mean, he was yes. in that group of players that left at the time, even guys who were on loan who had contributed, El Ghanoussi had gone, some people on loan who had contributed less, like Stuffy <laughs> and Laxalt and all that. Jojo. <laughs> but, but the fact was, these were all squad filler. We had to basically build a team from nothing. We turned up to European qualifiers with like Dane Murray playing and all that and wow. he's, he's barely been seen since but it's, you know, he got an injury but I'm trying to just sort of paint a picture of where we were yes, when Ange came and in and that's why it was so
1: dramatic yeah. wasn't
0: it I hadn't signed Carter Vickers mm. yeah Starfield came in played that game against Hart so the drama of that season and to win it was, was absolutely incredible but I, I don't know I, I find like, it really hard to compare different.
1: they're all sort of
0: like kind of all different movies aren't they yeah, it's yeah.
1: like I suppose the last the last season was like Rocky 1 Right. Last season was Rocky 1, you know, you're building up and then Rocky... This was Rocky 2, so it's... it's so you're
0: expecting it to go pretty sharply downhill from here, is that oh, what you're saying? Oh, I, I
1: seriously, what, I Seriously, what, are we Are we fighting Tommy Gunn next? Is that what are right?
0: Why do you go boxing again? I don't know, it's
1: always boxing. I know nothing about boxing. But the point is, this season, that the movie was full-strength Rangers versus full-strength Celtic. Let's see what you can do. And then we're sitting here some odd months later... Staring down the barrel of a record boys total (laughs) Them not beating us at all And a treble It's absolutely
2: unbelievable Yeah and it's within that you watch it and say Right we've we've done all this but We've beat them handily a number of times We've uh, beat them in the League Cup final We've put them out the Scottish Cup We've beat them in the league multiple times So it's been great, it's been absolutely amazing Last season had its difficulties Like me saying that Mm. And uh, I don't think I'll ever have a as tense a, a watch as last year, every game felt like must win, so this year you're maybe able to enjoy the games a bit more because you're just watching this football pretty much knowing in every game that Celtic are going to win and that's just as good as getting the victory from the mm. tense ones, we had a lot of last minute winners last year, very stressful, but this season the football on show has been brilliant, the We've had a lot of new players come in as well so while we are saying our two in a row and all that two for Ange a lot of these players are uh, getting this for the first time so it's good to see and we're just looking again looking forward to the rest of the season then a we eye on next season as well because it could get better.
1: And we, we saw one of those new players that we were talking about versus Hearts don't worry we are going to get to talking about Rangers lots to talk about in that up and coming game but we, we need to do the, the title winning game justice. Um, Yushi Kobayashi Yuki Steve, Kobayashi yep. Steven started for Celtic uh, p- patchy.
0: Yeah, I think that's the best word for no. it. To be honest, I don't. I don't want to be. Uh, too reactive either way because I think that's that tends to be what happens with new players especially because you get quite excited about them there's a rush to make your mind up about them either way whether it's positive or negative after a couple of appearances I even saw a couple of people writing off Rocco Vata <laughs> after an appearance later. I'm like well, let's, let's relax, let's relax. <laughs> he's relax. not good
1: enough in the first uh, team that's why he's a B team player <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so Kobayashi nah, he wasn't great what I would say in his defence was that he was heavily involved he played and completed the most passes in the Game of mm-hmm. either team, but that just means he is a Celtic centre half. Really, I mean, he by and large Celtic centre halves do complete the most passes in most games, generally because they are the guys that start the build up, who bring it, who bring it forward, and pop it off out wide, or any Cal McGregor or whatever the case may be. So he had a lot of the ball and. Completed a lot of passes. However, he did give away quite a few bad ones, and those are just numbers. See, when you say he completed the most passes, and mm-hmm. whatever percentage it was, probably high or high to low to mid 90s of completion. That doesn't matter if four or five of them are really quite bad and put you under pressure in the game. Just the bare numbers of it don't really tell the full story of how much they, they, qu- they looked quite bad at the time. There was a lot of off the ball stuff. No off the ball. It wasn't so much his passing that worried me,
1: Melly, but he looked rattled a lot of the time. Like the Hurts players were putting him under pressure. He was getting himself caught wrong side. He was rushed off the ball, pushed off the ball. He wasn't strong enough. He looked like a guy who, you now maybe this is exactly what happened, but he's already played against Hearts this season hasn't yeah. he So, but he looked like a guy who was not prepared for how up for it the opposition were going to be and you think to yourself well this is, the, this is one of the two we've already made the joke about V Rangers V Hearts the, the teams that are going to give you the, the most difficult game the most hostile atmosphere the games you want to win you should kind of know and that worried me a wee bit because he is a new player but he has been here for some months now he should kind of know what the manager's looking for what the expectation is um, I'm not writing them off, but that being said, if that performance carries on, if that's what we're getting, if that's the Kobayashi performance, I don't think there's any chance he's going to take a starting breath off of the two guys that are there already.
2: No, I don't think so, but we've seen it a lot with Celtic this season. Guys that come in from the cold, which him, Ralston, and Hatati have done, they've been out injured. Came back into the team and just looked a wee bit off it. He really looked off it. I think uh, we need to give him another game or two to see settling down. He has played a half at Tynecastle Castle before, but that was a number of weeks ago. And then before that, he uh, didn't really made that much in terms of game time. So I'll give him that bit of rust that he had on there, but there's still basics he should be doing better in there. Some of the stuff he can do is good. You can see why that left-sided defender really suits Celtic, but whether he's going to be number not number one, but one of the main picks long term. I'm unsure. I've, I've been unsure for a while. I know Starfield and Carter Vickers have a, a great partnership and that'll be difficult to, to get into. But if Celtic are looking at it, if he was a better player, surely he'd be playing by now if he was better than uh, either of those two. No going to a better player than Carter Vickers, but Still plenty for him to improve on, plenty for him to work on. I'm just looking forward to seeing how he gets on. I think Tynecastle and Ibrox are going to be the two hardest games he'll play domestically, so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on in them. And while Celtic weren't at their best, Hearts were decent yesterday. They yeah, made a game yeah. of it. I don't know how they managed to lose so many games in a row because they seem to turn it up when they, when they want to. So... See how they get on for the rest of the season. Hopefully not good.
0: I but well, that's what I would say in mitigation of this against uh, Colt, or for Asher. rather, it was that Hearts were good and they did put Celtic under an enormous amount of pressure in the first half. Didn't really create an awful lot, really. Um, didn't yeah. create a huge amount of chances, but it did seem like we were being pushed back an awful lot and maybe... There seemed to be like a grudging admiration from Ange and
1: Callum McGregor about Hearts' approach after yeah. the game. I noticed that Greg Taylor as well. A few of the players came out, I don't know if that was instructed, a few of the players came out and said... No, Hearts were good today.
0: Well, look, we we do a lot of complaining uh, on this podcast about the approach of certain teams against mm. Celtic. So if a team does come out and attack you and try and put you under a bit of pressure, then I suppose that it's only right that you do give them a little bit of the sort of dues for that for that. I, I, I think be better that, if it
2: wasn't them, but yeah, it, oh, it?
0: definitely, yeah. I, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying my best to park that to one side <laughs> and, and look at the game for what it was. The hearts were were pretty good, mm. and. Kobayashi was probably among a number of players who looked a little bit flustered with it. So it, I, I don't know about Kobayashi so far. I think he's hes done enough in the very short amount of games. I think has only his fourth start or something like that, fourth or fifth start. He's got this you know, enforced run of games towards the end yes. of the season. So we will, we will learn a little bit about him, but I, I, I'm not in any, any rush to make any judgments either way, to be honest, because I think he I think he was okay when hearts were not bad in the game, to be honest. Well, I, I mean, I just want him to get his
1: finger out, you know,
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, basically. Yeah. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? He's got the Rangers game next week. Um, we can discuss whether or that's a dead rubber or a very, very massive, important game. What was yeah, it, Kenny Miller? Kenny Miller said that it's a massive
0: game. A massive Highberg game. Side. We
1: can make our own minds up and that when we're discussing it.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end
1: goods Summer's coming Are you ready to unveil Your beach bod Manscaped is here To ensure your body Is ready for the wild With our game changing Full body grooming And hygiene products Don't be the guy at the beach With the Austin Powers chest hair Or it doesn't even have to be that Stevie you know that patchy way Sort of pasty yep, yep. Bit of hair on the shoulders You don't want that either <laughs> If you grew some winter man tits <laughs> Right, Melly The least you can do Is make sure they're (laughs) hairless It's time to get ready For hot guy summer By going to Manscaped.com For 20% off And free shipping With our code Tim's T-I-M-S
0: Manscaped is dedicated To helping you Increase your confidence And level up Your full body grooming game With the performance package 4.0 The kit comes with The essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof Cordless body trimmer And a ton of other Liquid formulations To round out Your grooming routine Whether you're trimming Your chest Or the treasure chest In your pants This is the best Trimmer on the market you also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, $39 value add, and the patented, high-performance, reduced shaping Manscaped boxers. Get 20% off all of this and free shipping with the code TIMS, T-I-M-S, at manscaped.com.
1: That's 20% off and free shipping with the code TIMS at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles the besticles. <laughs> red card. Another divisive red card. <laughs> now, we do a lot of Super Vario World on this podcast. Hey, we won't do Super Mario World this week Because why? Because it was the correct decision The referee in the game Thought it was a yellow card But didn't have the best view Willie he call him And VAR went I've had a better view of that Come look at your monitor He went to have a look at the monitor And issued the red card following it And for me it was clear as day my through and goal Was it Alex Cochrane? Is that yes, the boy's yeah. name? Got wrong side Tripped him up Cleared him out As he was bearing down on goal For either a a pass through to Kyogo, which I was reliably informed doesn't come into the penalty decision. But regardless, he's clean through on goal. Cochrane trips him up, makes it look like an accident. Oh, I didn't mean it. I don't know how much that comes into things. You still trip the guy up and ends up walking. Andy Walker's defence of it was, oh, that's the game ruined then. And he never shut (laughs) up about it.
0: He
1: never shut up about it. Hearts were
0: still definitely in it. it, But but, but by about the mark, Hearts were still within a fairly decent chance of huh. taking the lead in that game they were still attacking the game hadn't changed at all by no. the red card it was still a fairly even encounter the full
1: afternoon it and 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 was, he was he, I swear he was almost the verge of, no point commentating in this <laughs> game is it? it's basically ruined
0: that's valid if Hearts had gone down to 10 men and Celtic just blew them away they yeah. were 4 nil up they were like we've taken advantage of this superior num- numerical you know, f- the if that goal straight from a free kick had he went in you'd go oh. ah well that's a, it's ruined as a spectacle yeah. as a direct result of yeah. that red card. But Andy Walker didn't watch the game really. He was just like, oh no, this is this is garbage. But it was my argument to Andy Walker was, well, was Cochrane that ruined it. Yeah. It was, him, it was yeah, him that
1: committed the foul. It's not unfortunately it's not um Nick Walsh's fault or 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 Willie Coleman. believe me we would we I mean we'd have a very good
0: laugh at <laughs>
1: <the> Willie <laughs> Coleman. and they made a Balls of that
0: the commentator's distaste for the rules doesn't come into the rulemaking making factor really it doesn't it doesn't really come into the the equation when trying to decide where to apply the rules Andy he was so
1: petulant about it as well and Andy Walker obviously has it in for VAR because I mean he grasped them up maybe grassed yes, yeah, F.A.R. Did, up yeah. and then they grassed Andy walking into the sky so maybe that's why <laughs> maybe that's why he was getting his wee shneb in. but I Melly, it was definitely a penalty it, uh, no, definitely a red card rather
2: yeah I thought sort of hot your good do your wee red or whatever Stephen doesn't like it. that. It's terrible. It, objectively it. so I thought, a, <laughs> I thought it was a red card um, when you seen it first hand I could see why the ref gave it the yellow because you're just expecting them. But when you see the replays like he's in on goal no matter really? what. He's either getting a shot away or squaring it. So it's nothing to do with Cochrane or ruining the game. Andy Walker moan the we gripe in the first half. Not a gripe, he just said, Oh, this game's had everything, end to end stuff, all it's missing is a goal. Then when somebody prevents a goal happening, he's raging because the guy gets sent off. He's in on goal. It happens mm. on a weekly basis these guys are, it's the rules it's the way it is we've seen it happen to us in the past remember the on one uh, Ibrooks when he took out Morelos this is what happens when you take somebody out when they're bearing down and go especially a guy with the speed of Maeda he was away from him saying there's guy, a guy at the side of him there's no chance you're catching Maeda no. and that doesn't come into the reckoning anyway no. I thought it was a ready you- card and look Var got it right and look lads what happened when VAR came in the first game at Tynecastle? Mm. We didn't get a penalty, and we're always told these things even them out over the course of the season. Tynecastle, Castle, Tyne Castle oh, no fun. decision, decision, yeah. sliding
0: doors. And if you're going to apply maybe speed into the equation when trying to decide on the rules, you would have to put his finishing in as well. <laughs> like, oh, <I> <laughs> going <say> to <laughs> <was gonna> <laughs> is it a goal-scoring <laughs> opportunity? I'll, uh, uh, trying to be balanced about it, it was a red card, but and that's what Val's there for. It, it took a look at a decision that probably wasn't made correctly at the time and then righted it rated yeah. that wrong. But uh, being totally honest about it, I wasn't really that bothered. I think look, when you see the chance back, it wasn't a massively, like a guilt-edged chance. It's not as if he was about to pull the trigger. The ball was still coming down to him. The angle looked as if he, was, he had a left foot shot on and then... He was prevented from doing that by, I think, a tug on his shoulder, which Mm. sent him off balance. And you could tell that Cochrane was guilty because he immediately did that thing where you you immediately act as if, how could my hands be on him because they're (laughs) back here, they're behind (laughs) my head. It was very obvious that he felt some sort of guilt over that. I wouldn't have been bothered had it stayed a yellow card. Mm. I wouldn't have been all that furious about there being a, a robbery or anything like that but that's again that's irrelevant my feelings nah. on that are completely irrelevant it's about the application of the rules and what VAR is there for and I don't really see how anyone can be that upset about it to be perfectly honest I think it was a fairly standard call to, to issue a red card
1: there is always a, an ever-present danger for these teams especially I think there was a stat in the first half where he had the fewest touches of the ball right, yeah. of anyone in the first half of the game but he's just always there always lingering always a danger if a, if a half chance if the ball comes into that penalty area if it, if the ball ends up between the posts you can bet your arse goes there and I don't know how we got this finish off because it kind of it's so crowded so congested he managed to make contact with the ball hit it and it, I think it trundled over yeah. um, what's their goalkeeper called again? Xander yeah. Xander, Xander Clark that's right it was some of his play acting was absolutely ridiculous <laughs> as well but anyway after Starfield tackled him but it just ends up in the back of the net, and that's Kugo's 50th for the season. 30th uh, for the 30th season, 50th, of the season, for, 50th, 50th the for Celtic. Yeah, unbelievable, incredible, absolutely
2: incredible from the guy. And if you're going to win the league, then you want to see him scoring. Kind of expected him just to score against Rangers last week, didn't happen. But to get his 50th uh, the weekend was brilliant. The movement from him's incredible. Hatate as well, that run there, uh, that sort of third man run over the top, and the ball across, and he just does this. Wee, pause and then gets in and turns his body and finishes with the left foot it's absolutely brilliant from the guy he's been he's been unstoppable this season we've seen him last season we knew what a talent we had but we had those injuries that kept happening none of that this season and you just see what a player this is all the chat last season as maybe Giacomacchus I bet there's none of that no, this no. season Kyogo is the main man he's the best striker in Scotland one of the best in Britain right now he's unbelievable
1: we have we have been quite lucky, Stephen, with strikers over the past. You know, just take this. We should just start doing everything from the life of the podcast. So yeah. we've been we've been quite lucky with, with strikers. We've always had more or less a striker. Obviously, it's been give or take. Some seasons, some guys have been better than others. Or we've not quite found it. So we've had, but we've had obviously the Hoopers and the Lee Griffiths and all that sort of stuff. But I just Joko's just a cut above. He's a cut above most of the guys that have been doing it since we've been doing this podcast, and I'm just quite surprised, or maybe I should frame this another way. I would would be surprised if there's no interest in this guy in the summer because he, that's, he can do it any level, any level.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm I'm pretty certain of that. I think it's maybe a wee bit late for England. Uh, to be honest, I think he's twenty-eight Germany. now. Yeah, well, I, well, I could definitely see that. Italy, Germany, some of that. I think he would absolutely tear it up on, in those countries. To be honest, I don't. I don't know if I necessarily see a lot of uh, English Premiership teams signing a twenty-eight-year-old no. um, from Scotland. So, and even then, it would probably be the, the sort of Van Dyke thing where he would need to go to a lesser club and then work his way up. So I, I don't think he's. He'd be particularly interested in that. I don't. I don't. Do know you think right we will
1: struggle to hold on
0: to him? Well, it, it really it, depends. Away, he's I know.
1: I, know. <laughs> like, I mean, we're coming at the end of the season. All these guys, all these pulling Aye. up trees, all these trophies getting handed out, all these records being broken, left, right, and centre. And immediately, you go, "God, how long can we keep this under? How I long know. can we keep this under wraps?" It's, it's, you know a, it's an
0: unfortunate byproduct of relentless success. <laughs> isn't it? The, way, the way immediately our, our thoughts turn to stuff like this, but entirely possible. It's, it's. I mean, if, how, I mean, how long
1: can you keep a, a, under wraps? A guy that's banging
0: in 30 <laughs> well, goals
1: a season, 50 goals, and Think of how much time he spent injured on the sidelines.
0: Kyogo's goal-scoring record this season alone has been incredible. I I looked back because I thought I'd kind of got it into my head that he'd been stuck on 29 for ages. Mm. Two games, it was. (laughs) It was two games. And that now remains that he is... The longest he's gone this season in terms of appearances is four. And that includes having been taken off in the fifth minute against Rangers in the 4-0 game earlier this season and then went straight to play Real Madrid immediately Mm. after. So some of the hardest games of the season were right in a row and that that is the longest. Four games is the longest. Well, three games in five minutes is the (laughs) longest he's gone without scoring this season and he has finally got that 30. And 30... Yes, it has been bettered by the likes of Lee Griffiths and Dembele, I think, hit thirty in, in one season. Larson famously got over fifty in one season. It has been bettered, yes. But by any standard, for a Celtic striker, thirty goals is an incredible season. And big goals, but it's it's no it's no coincidence that he keeps scoring the same types of goals yeah. as well. The positioning he takes up this preternatural gift he has for the positioning and movement in the... Yeah, yeah so, I know, eh? Yeah, I read, boy. Brian Brian <laughs> <pre-impressive, laughs> tell <pre-impressive, laughs> <pre-impressive, laughs> you. The gift he has for taking up the right positions, making the right runs. It's, it's not an accident at all. Mm. He keeps... We've joked as well about how Rangers just don't know he's there. It keeps arriving between the posts and scoring easy goals against Rangers because the defenders don't know he's there until he has already scored the goal. What? It's 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 really quite remarkable. Whether stro- It might be one of those ones, remember I said about Hatati recently, he's kind of hit that weird age where I think, could we hang on to him for yeah. quite a while? Because he's missed that sort of developmental stage where a, a team like, you know, the, the usual it's usually Southampton and all that, would, would take him mm. and try and build him up and sell him on. He's kind of missed that. So Kyogo might be in the same boat. It, it, we need to, is we it need it to grasp
1: to something. I mean, Melly criticised me for getting rid of the players and now we peek behind the curtain here. Kyogo's averaging one goal every 90 minutes. So that's yeah, right. basically, he scores every time. Every game he plays, you give <laughs> right. him 90 minutes, Kyogo will give you a goal, right? It's nuts. We talk about the guy almost persistently on the podcast. We need to find new angles and new ways to talk about him, you know, <laughs> yeah. and the one I've came up with for this episode, Melly, is how do we keep this guy under wraps?
2: Yeah, I think we could be looking at talking about a new contract for him as well, couldn't we? If we're going to dish one out for Ange, mm. that'll be two years in his deal.
1: So, uh, yeah, well, that, that's a good that's a good thing. That's so that's what comes with the age, doesn't it? What do you want to achieve, Kyogo? Um, you can, yeah, you can go to Germany, go to Italy. There'll be options for you, wages. But maybe that's someone we can say, look, you like it here. Ange's here. You're successful here. Maybe we can give Kyogo the contract he wants. Maybe it's more likely that Kyogo would
0: sign that contract than Ange.
2: Yeah, he looks like he enjoys himself here. Definitely does well, the dancing he does. And the guy is just unbelievable. The, the way can... That's
0: not going to keep him at the club, yeah. dancing. <laughs> that, that, that guy is a cold-hearted, ruthless, goal-scoring machine. I a professional a footballer.
2: Both, a Works hard and plays hard. So. Yeah. Uh, I love watching him play as well. Just the runs you see off him. I, think, uh, I know it's hard, but I think if Celtic can get a better... Passer in midfield We could see more from him Or even a passer at the back I think we could see more from him He's always making those runs He's always there when we need him And we've seen this season Without the injuries That he's brilliant it will be up for the player of the year Rightly so He could get go of the season The guy is incredible And if Celtic have him on the
1: pitch Celtic always have a chance of scoring Is it going to be our player of the year? We will we'll discover on our live show Thank you to everyone who managed to get tickets We announced our end of season live show uh, If you were there last year Sorry, it sold out in <laughs> an hour. We sold we out. We were the,
0: unprepared for that. We sold yeah. out the draggy
1: <laughs> in about an hour. Um, some of our friends and family didn't get tickets. Yep. Completely unprepared. So I just want to take a mo- moment just now to say thank you so much to everyone who picked up tickets. As the borders were absolutely blown away by yeah, that yes, one. Yes. it's pretty nuts. And we're having it the night before Celtic play the Scottish Cup final. So the night, what, yeah. what a way to kick off! Exactly. Potential travel, but before that, there's the business of. Well, do you want to talk about O's goal or should we skip right to Rangers? So yeah. I'm actually trying to get a good laugh at Rangers. The
0: I've got it covered. Oh, scored okay. a goal It's good. That's four for the season. Yeah. Pretty good One touch finish, Steve. Yeah, one touch finish. Andy yep. Walker was talking about that a lot during <laughs> yes. the game as well. And that, that's about us. Proceed.
1: Thank you. So, Rangers. <laughs> now, Kenny Miller said this is a massive game.
0: <laughs> no, how, for what? who, Kenny <laughs> Miller? Planet, is this a
1: massive game? For who is this a massive game? For us, it's not. I mean, I'd, we could send out the kids if you want yeah, to yeah. the B team. It's not a massive game for us. For Michael Beal... He's basically already written off the rest of the season What we're going to look at here Is, it's going to go two ways Stephen, or one of two ways Everyone says, you have said as well on this podcast That performances dip once the league is done yeah. and dusted However, listen to Michael Beale's comments the last couple of weeks listen to the, Watching the way they've played Last couple of weeks Watch them throw Alfredo under the bus and Kent not play And change his formation And Alan Keep McGregor's up. been dropped I think out of the two teams they are the other ones more likely to yeah, rattling, get, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that I, I, I bus driver is swerving all over the road mm. trying <laughs> to avoid the bodies that Michael Beale is chucking under it. It's, there's <laughs> been a, spe- a spectacular fall in the last uh, couple of days from the previously very confident Michael Beale. Now it's he's just out uh, there blaming the players. Yeah. No, they, what they're, was they're that comment gone. he said about Morelos? He said that he has, He had changed the energy of the game, not in a positive yeah. way. Basically, it's 2023, <laughs> and Rangers have just realised that Alfredo Morelos is a fat mess. Greg <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Taylor pointed that out <laughs> months <laughs> yeah. ago.
0: Yeah, off the look, that that guy. I mean, that, that's that's entirely Michael Beale's fault because I, I appreciate that they didn't have really much in backup. Mm. they the Cholak who get injured as well, but uh, Lest we forget here that Morello started this season in August being sent home from a European, I think, Mm -hmm. training session or training camp because he was overweight and his attitude was stinking. He went on to play 44 games this season from that point despite being in the same shape that he started the season. I I, I said at the time that uh, I I thought it reflected quite poorly on a manager to still be continuing picking a guy like that and a guy like Ryan Kent because of who they were rather than what they were turning in. Two guys who have Visibly chucked it for them this season and are about to. They're they're away tying up deals. Yeah. They're away tying up their next moves, and that guy's still playing them. So now he picks, when the league is on, now he picks the opportunity to, again, absolve himself of any blame and chuck these players under the bus. It's pathetic from him y- <laughs> yet again.
1: For me, Melly, the, it's starting to come away at the seams. The Emperor's new clothes for Michael Beal. The, the holes are starting to, he himself is starting to look rattled. He's starting to look fred. He's. He's, it's a disgrace for me that these two managers, Ange and Michael Be were ever compared. That even, to, dis, to to even approach discussing these two guys. Using well, Ange's name in the streets I, with that guy. I but know. even comparing these two guys is so disrespectful. This comment a bit lucky, you right? Ange has mentioned it a couple of times. Michael Beale has desperately tried to roll it back because he knows fine well how stupid he is looking now about this. And Ange absolutely nailed it and it was something that we spoke about recently on a, a Friday phone in podcast yeah. and I don't know if Ange listens
0: um,
1: <laughs> anymore anymore yeah after he cancelled his Patreon caught <laughs> you um, <laughs> he's Ange's been a football manager for 25 years he has done it in Australia he's done it in Japan he's done it at international level he's reached heights with the Australian national team he comes to Celtic and we've got a squeak in Ibrox <laughs> Who's lucked? The only reason he's Rangers manager is because he was assistant to Stephen Gerrard. That's luck.
0: Yeah, That's right. what
1: you call luck. Right. Stephen Gerrard took you from the Liverpool youth team to Ibrooks. and the only reason Gerrard got the Rangers job was because his name was Stephen Gerrard yep. you don't get more lucky than that Come up here on the back of Stephen Gerrard's taxi and end up getting a job at Ibrooks. and he's got the temerity to say oh well I'm lucky Andrew's lucky there's nothing I like about you two you couldn't be more different and the fact that no journalist in this country called it out nobody went well hold on a minute here nobody stood beside Andrew and went well this guy's actually done we're lucky to have this guy the amount that Ange done in the game we are lucky to have him no they're, they're quite happy to compare them so I don't see I think Angel this will be another game that I think Angel have his sights on he will want to go to Ibrox and go lucky have that <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do your gadush oh I should have said gadush uh, sorry
2: I think so. I think uh, your attention turns to that game now and Cal uh, McGregor said that the players there were back in training the day. They weren't even taking the, the day off today. So I think so. it's good to have this game on the back of winning this That so you can't uh, have any let up. It's a massive opportunity either way. It's a kind of win-win for Celtic. If Celtic go out there and pump them again, it just makes them add <laughs> that one to yes.
1: the yeah, Very sordid. Un- un- are you playing some post? sort of weird sex bomb game <laughs> with some listener you've got a bet on with?
2: Simmer down. Mm. Uh, so if we go out there and beat them handily, it puts the doubt in Michael Beale again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who's <laughs> that one? Beat them know, handily. I know, come on, Melly hurry up. <laughs> Calm down, lads. We're get, going to be focused on this fixture.
2: Oh, of course, but um, if we beat them, then it gets the knives out for Beale, doesn't it? Uh, I think it's taken a long time for even Rangers fans to realise this guy's talking rubbish, man. Like, um, If we if a manager came in to Celtic and was talking like he was, we'd be like, look mate, going to calm down a bit. We're miles behind here, we're trying to get up here and you're sort of setting us back here by setting us up for a fall. Celtic will go out there, beat them, so that'll be what, five attempts he's had now to beat Ange Postecoglou, and he'll fail. But if Rangers go out there and win, it'll be Oh, that's it a couple of players build a team around Can't, well. once he gets his own striker in once he does this and that we'll be fine great because it's not going to work out well for this guy Stephen's called him a charlatan I think he is he's all continuously throwing people under the bus trying to preserve his own name it's all nonsense and I really hope he slips up next week and Celtic
0: destroy them. I feel like l- the lucky thing is going to be one of the famous things about this season yeah. when in, in years They need to, to come. play lucky man by the verve. <laughs> <laughs> there's, so there's so yeah. many options. There's Kylie Minogue as, as well. But, but the, the, the Please lucky don't thing... give them the ideas of playing and... <laughs> Kylie Minogue. They played,
1: they played man down under. <laughs> <laughs> when I say they, I mean the Celtic part DJ. Ruined.
0: it. In fact, I think that ruined last season, so I'm going to write long, that long off that on that my favourite. <laughs> so, hey, the lucky thing... Uh, you're, you're right. I think it was a, a, a cast iron case of basically telling on yourself because he said Ange is lucky and then his rollback from that was, no, but we are, I'm lucky as well. No, no arguments there, mate. No, <laughs> no arguments there whatsoever. Ange got to this position through a lifetime of achieving <laughs> things in football and he appreciates, the Overachieving posi- yeah, the, the, he appreciates the position he's got to through a lifetime of dedication to football. That guy, as you've already described, has just walked into a job after 14 games in charge of, what, of QPR or whatever and then says, oh, well, everyone's lucky around here, <laughs> isn't they? <laughs> yeah. are we all lucky? <laughs> you, you certainly are, mate. So massively telling on himself. I, we, well, we were, we were pre- preparing for this podcast as well and we are putting on a little bit of press and all that to just get, kind of get us informed and warmed up and all that. I cannot... Bear the sound of that uh, guy's voice at all. I
1: don't know what it is. Uh, this is really petty, uh, right? Really yeah. petty. And I know we're above that in this podcast, but it's <laughs> it's to hear him like the cadence of his voice. It's not <laughs> that's John Lennon. I can't do it. <laughs> but he's got all the, all the inflections. <laughs> that, that, Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> that was <that's> Ringo <laughs> He's got all the inflections are going the wrong way. I'm like, I don't know. Really listen, it's, do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like somebody's playing back a tape of something in a tape player, but the battery's dying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what he sounds yeah.
0: like. Uh, the tape started kind of warping a, mean, a bit melting a bit Oh he's, he's an insufferable man isn't he? But we had to play it Because we had to find out What it was he was talking about Kent and Morelos Chucking him under the bus Because we thought that would be Great fun to talk about <laughs> And it was But yeah as far as this game goes Massive, my arse, um, Kenny Sorry? Miller. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> cut that around. <laughs> um, just the, the deplorable language we have been using on this oh, podcast. Just bawling uh, Kids watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I hope not. But um, the, the the occasion is absolutely categorically not a massive game. Now, as far as the Darbys and all that go, there's always going to be an element mm. to importance of it but to cast this as any sort of like, massive game means that there's something at stake it is 100% a dead rubber all that's to play for is pride and points and stuff like that the, the league is gone so if them going this is an attempt to frame this as the the real quiz yep. this is going to be if Rangers manage to go out and win this in a dead rubber against James McCarthy and all that right? <laughs> um, it will all quickly turn to yeah see the gaps closed, so it's all about next season that's all this is that's the reason it's a so-called massive game for guys like Kenny Miller and Ricky Foster and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you
1: see what he was wearing? <laughs> the <laughs> worst dress <resident laughs> in Scottish football streaks again. Listen, it's all play for CD are beal. <laughs> uh, but I don't think a made dead rubber for Celtic I think we're actually going to attack it ferociously. And that is all for this week's 20 minutes. Thank you so much to everyone who joins us. Thanks to people who support us on Patreon, subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll see you next week.